Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. In an uncertain world, there is always music which can be listened to in good company. Welcome to Friday 15th, the show where we speak to friends and interesting people to the backdrop of great tunes and allocate 15 minutes to both. Today we speak to Fiona Shibourne Powell, producer and on-air host at WVIA about National Public Radio in the US. producer Tom Mish dropped Beat Tape 2 in August 2015, a collection of songs and beat sketches. Beautiful Escape shows his neo-soul influences and his range.
Fiona, where would local radio be without NPR? Local radio in America would be all commercial stations which are programmed ahead of time. No local, very few local personalities and the music is all wrote and decided and controlled by the advertisers. They decide what music gets put on. That's the music that's played. And if you belong to an NPR affiliate, none of that is true. All right. So for the British listeners here, what exactly is NPR? Do we have an analogy to it in good old Blighty? I think so. I think the closest you would come to would be the BBC because there is no advertising except that it isn't paid through license fees. It's played through members and through underwriters, through through people who donate money to support it, which is pretty amazing. Absolutely is amazing. And it seems to me that the kind of the stock of NPR uh, continues to rise. Being somebody who's kind of um, in love with American culture, I came somewhat late to NPR. But tell me about the station. Uh, your station is affiliated, affiliated to NPR. Where exactly is it? And then how exactly does it take its programming from uh, the NPR stable? Right. I work for WVIA, which is the local NPR member or affiliate in north central and central and northern Pennsylvania. We cover 23 counties of northern Pennsylvania, so a vast amount of northern Pennsylvania. Uh, WVIA has been going for 50 years and the guy who's who was inspired to begin it, George Graham, is still there. He is still running a daily show. We have NPR programs. First thing in the morning, we have news from NPR, Mm. morning edition. And then later in the day, we have All Things Considered, which is a news program, and the award-winning Terry Gross's Fresh Air. But other than that, we do classical music, jazz, and what George calls mixed bag, which George Graham says if, is if it's not playing on a commercial station, you can play it. Is it fairly safe to say then that um, one NPR affiliate station can be very different to another because it gets its kind of ethos from the person that kind of found it, but then also it kind of reflects the, um, the characteristics of the neighbourhood, of the area where it actually broadcasts to? Absolutely. If members stopped sending money and said stop playing classical music, we'd stop playing classical music, which would be a very, very unhappy thing. Say, uh, say if and, the members said they needed, they wanted more Katy Perry. Well, if um, that's not going to happen because they're getting it on commercial stations, because they can have that on commercial <laughs> stations. All right. And so George isn't going to budge. <laughs> all right. So. Listening to your accent, you don't sound like a native of uh, mid-Pennsylvania. So why don't you uh, tell us exactly how you ended up being a bit of a mainstay on this most American of, of local stations? <laughs> well, I came to America nearly 30 years ago from Somerset and I was a shepherd. So I wasn't expecting to ever work in radio. And we came to America, we came to Pennsylvania Uh, There are a whole bunch of us who call ourselves Margaret Thatcher refugees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We we came at a time when things were really, really rough 
in Britain. That's why Steve and I came over here. And he was offered really good work. And we got divorced shortly after we came over here, which is also quite a common story. And I thought that having a degree in agriculture and working as a shepherd and and being quite respected in my field in Britain that I would be able to work in work over here in get public a job radio over... yeah no <laughs> I thought I'd be able to get a job in in shepherding so I fell into radio by accident which is pretty much how I've had every other job I've had so Williamsport is it a, a fairly uh, rural area is there a lot of shepherding work there to be had no, there are no sheep anywhere around. But there are people so who wasn't have... wasn't that a fundamental flaw in, in, in your issue there? It's like you moved to the wrong bit of the States. I, I moved to the wrong bit of the States, but like a lot of people, I followed a spouse, you know? That's uh-huh. what you do. And then when, I, when he and I split up, I didn't want to leave Pennsylvania because there was a lot about Pennsylvania that I really, really liked. I was actually offered work in Colorado. Is it fair to say that the Pennsylvanians kind of fell in love with your voice because you do have a voice for broadcasting. I know, a piece of luck, isn't it? Piece of luck and a good education, what can I say? <laughs> so tell me about the music, the music output. You said there's a classical, and I think you've alluded to the fact that there, there's some jazz. Tell us about that mixed bag and tell us about the things that really kind of excite you musically. I like, I like everything. I, I'm a bit of a mixed bag musically myself. I love classical and I program classical and have a classical show every day. I love jazz and I love, I love music. I don't, you know, I'm not one of those who says, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I like anything except rap. Well, I'm not that way. I like anything. It's, if it's good music, let me listen to it. I'll probably embrace it. And that's the philosophy that, WVIA has specifically George Graham in the evenings with his mixed bag show. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's decent music, he'll play it. Doesn't matter what genre. And I think that's really exciting. But your, your output isn't just kind of music based. Give us an idea of some of the programming that you do, some of the cultural programming that you do that kind of goes out in the community and, and possibly how that is kind of news gathered. I concentrate on the arts aspect in promoting local arts and and talking about local arts and interviewing local artists uh, who are either coming into the area or who are in the area. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're very lucky because, you know, we're only two hours drive from New York City. A lot of people come to my part of Pennsylvania either on their way to New York City or their way from New York City. So a lot of fantastic artists hit the road and happen to be in northern Pennsylvania, which means a lot of them come to our area and perform. I get to interview them and talk to them about the arts. And by the arts, I mean all of the arts. We get great visual artists, great performers, great musicians of all genres. And part of my remit is to talk to them and ask them about their work and ask them about their inspirations sort of what you do (laughs) but but you you do it with much more panache than than i could ever hope to but if you had one artist who's who's dearly departed maybe a jazz artist maybe a female jazz artist who somewhat the doyen of of the genre he could interview who would it be 
God, I wish I'd met Billie Holiday. You're good. Would that have been incredible? I queued you up, but you knew where I was going. Tell me why I you tell, tell me why you love Billie Holiday. Her voice was was incredible. I'd say unique. She catches you. She holds you. She's been a hero of mine for years and years, ever since I first heard. Thank God I had a father who loved jazz and I suspect that I first heard Billie Holiday from one of his records. I love her work. She was amazing as a singer. She could sing the blues and make you just cry and make you feel angry when she sings about social situations. I think she was an incredible woman. And what a sad life. You know, if we could play a time machine, I'd love to have been Billie Holiday's mum. And uh, mm-hmm. and made her life a bit better. Yeah, she's amazing. And anytime I'm feeling blue, anytime I'm feeling angry about love, which doesn't happen very often these days, but it used to happen a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll line up some Billie Holiday and I'll feel better.
holiday is obviously passed on um, a, a little while ago now. Who would be her direct heir, would you say? Wow, that is a difficult question. They don't pay me to ask the easy ones on this show, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a difficult question. Yeah, I'm stumped. Goodness. I'm stumped. Who, who would you choose? I don't claim to be an expert on, on jazz. So, Nor do I. Oh, come on. Do I. As a percentage of your output, or your musical output, how much of it is jazz-based, would you say? Of my personal? Because I just produced Sasha's show. Oh, okay. Sasha, but Sasha is Sasha is the king. Mm-hmm. I'm just his humble producer. And what has Sasha got you into? What, off the top of your head, what artist can you say? Hmm, didn't know them beforehand, or didn't really appreciate them, but a Sasha has really got me to uh, to understand their output. <sighs> off yeah, the top of your head, dead. but they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, right? Because. NPR or an NPR affiliate can sometimes be accused of being stations for um, cultural snobs. I'm not saying I hold to this, but you know, it's a criticism which I'm sure you would have heard before. Do you think that, do you think that holds any water? No. Bear in mind, bear in mind, you know, and I'm pointing the finger at you, missus. Yeah. You know, you're saying, well, all the artists that I like are all dead. No, last week and right. last week. I feel you bristling. Right? There. And this Go. happens to me every, every week almost. Yep. I interviewed Dave Brumbar of the Uptown Music Collective. Dave Brumbar is a local, local hero. The Uptown Music Collective is a school for kids to learn how to perform music, and they mm-hmm. do every genre there is and so no i interview kids i interview young poets who are coming on the scene now and Mm -hmm. by young i mean teenagers who are writing poetry i interview people who are teaching kids how to perform music no no we're not cultural snobs by any means just because I'm an idiot and can't think of anybody <laughs> off the top of my head. But okay, head. all right. Another criticism is uh, too much liberal bias. You're all a whole load of pinky communist lefties. Um, we are not allowed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are there are rules in place, just like the rules for those who work at the BBC. But uh, in many ways, it's it's I think stricter. We just are not allowed to show bias. I am not allowed to interview, Mm -hmm. for example, a Democratic politician without offering an interview to his counterpart. Just not allowed. And I'm certainly not allowed to discuss my politics in public. And um, that's very difficult. But I think there's a reason for that. And I know that there are a lot of people. I know that that is the the um, the common thought that NPR is is liberal biased. But if you really look at the reporting that is done on NPR, it's right down the middle. Right. Quick question. Tell me the burning issue in Williamsport today. 
what are people hitting the, their town halls about uh, and moaning about? And what what is the vociferous hot button topic of the moment? Among the people I speak to is whether arts funding will continue the way it has, um, and how important arts funding is to that uh, poet, that young poet just coming on board and just beginning to perform and to kids learning music and kids in schools learning the arts. That's the burning issue. Is there going to be funding for that? That and is there going to be healthcare funding as well? Those are the those are the hot topics. So how would uh, how does the station then kind of reflect that? Do you have special special programming around that or is it just a current thread within your local news programming? It's not necessarily a thread around our local news programming. It depends on on the day as to what we report. But in terms of arts funding, it's very much in our minds. And what do we do? We have all kinds of programming specifically supporting um, up and coming artists. We have WVIA's Artist of the Week, which highlights local artists who are still at school. So we we concentrate our programming on that. As as exciting as it is to have a major artist coming into town that I can talk to, it's just as important that I talk to the local singer-songwriters and the young who are breaking through in the arts field. And how long have you been at WVIA now? 11 years. So I'm supposing now that when you walk down you know, Main Street in Williamsport. You're kind of high-fiving just about everybody, aren't you? I bet you can't even buy yourself a drink anymore. Well, most people don't know who I am because I'm on radio until I open my mouth. (laughs) And then they say, let me buy you a drink. Often. Not always, often. More, More often than not, they're saying, I need an interview. Just before we go, you're gonna tell me one nugget one deeply held secret that could probably get you fired but the fact that nobody listens to this podcast you're fine (laughs) tell me tell me one scandalous secret about the station go there isn't one okay contentious secret no one's listening yeah no no there isn't one you're in a safe space yeah right Fiona Siobhan Powell, thank you for coming on to Friday 15 and telling us about the works of NPR and your very wonderful local affiliate. Thank you. I love the station. You, you could have said, you could have said something. There aren't any secrets. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
Quantic Soul Orchestra is a live band project of musician and DJ Will Holland. Holland has produced under several names, most notably Quantic. Terrapin is a rare groove sounding blaster which was released in 2003. Fancy Clothes is a track on the album Man About Town by American musician Maya Hawthorne.
hope you enjoyed this week's show don't forget you can follow the show's progress on facebook by simply typing in friday 15 you can also find us on twitter where you can follow me where i'm at royfield spelled r-o-i-f-i-e-l-d now every thursday you can jump onto twitter and tweet me and nominate a song for me to put into this week's friday 15 itunes reviews folks are extremely important they're the lifeblood of any podcast please go onto itunes and write us a a glowing review and don't forget finally you can email me from royfield spelled r-o-i-f-i-e-l-d at gmail.com see you all again in seven days time for more good music and great conversation ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.